Well Expo podcast in association with Be Coached for confidence moving forward. I would like to welcome today's guest, Catherine Dunphy from The Magic of Music. And um, as a lot of you who know me would know, music is really important and a very important uh, part of the mental health uh, toolkit. So, Catherine, you are very welcome to today's show on christening the platform now today of StreamYard Out Live. Mental health, music, I mean, where do you begin? I mean, I know a lot about it, and um, you do, obviously, it's why you're here. But there'll be a lot of people uh, watching um, and listening maybe on replay later on that uh, might not understand how important it can be. Yeah, so thank you very much for having me on the show, first of all. And um, this is my first time using StreamYard as well. So, yeah new for all of us and um, the whole thing about music and mental health though is not new and um, but it is something that is not being used to the extent that it could be used and that's a terrible shame and I think this stems for a lot of people from the, the point of what is it what is music or what is it to be musical okay everybody knows what music is but what is it to be musical and it stops people from accessing music to the extent that they could in order to make their lives and their mental health better. Um, and, you know, it, it's a great passion of mine to to bring music to children from a very young age, to let them explore their own musicality so that they don't get to adulthood like so many of our generation thinking music is for the musicians, music is for the extremely talented, music is for the singers and I'm just a bystander who's lucky enough to be able to listen to it. That's the biggest misconception and that's why we don't use it yeah, really, yeah one of the things i'd actually add onto that is that people think well it's only for those who have money because yeah. it's not always music and having fun with the instruments and learning it's not always about lessons and structure and exams and all of that side of it not for everybody yeah no, yeah, I totally agree with that as well, because, you know, like oftentimes I'd be doing a, a live stream of a lesson, you know, into people's kitchens and they don't have. And I'm going to be doing that later on this week, actually, because we're going to be doing our library workshops this year online. So rather than the children coming in and me giving them out percussion instruments or any other kind of thing, they're going to have to be creative. And this is actually going to be really good because yeah. they're going to have to go to their kitchen drawers, get a pot and a pan and a a spoon and or a glass and you know bang along with it and people will realize that you can create sound from anything at all in the environment and that's the most important thing um, and that doesn't even touch on the fact that we are all vocally able to make a sound and the idea that it has to be perfect pitch or or in tune I mean what's that it the point is make a sound make your sound sing your sound and that's good enough that's that's you know that's your own unique sound people have to get out of the idea that you know that it like I said you needed to have singing lessons music for lessons be great vibe and the violin I mean that's wonderful but that's not all of it that's a very small kind of a 
uh, aspect of music and 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 I'm I'm delighted to be able to speak to you about that because the more it's said the better because you know people especially at this point in time yeah. people need something and actually the other interesting thing Barbara is that um if you've noticed and I'm sure everybody has people have turned to music in the last few months to get them through the COVID, to release the isolation, to release the kind of just frustration, the fear of, 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 of the virus, the, the grief of for people. You know, we had Dear Italy, there's Dear Ireland, there's, you know, and it's all about it's all about the music and look at all the people TikTok was meant to be for like the 13 year olds yeah <laughs> I know <laughs> you're mad <laughs> I know there's mothers and grannies on it now and they're doing their movements and they're doing yeah. their music and what that and it has just taken it by storm <laughs> I love it. I mean, that's brilliant because people who never would have had the confidence to have got on screen or done something like that, only like after they've done rehearsals or they're in a show or, you know, they're just getting on the camera and they're realizing that it's good for them. You know, it, it makes people smile. And even if you're the type of person who doesn't want to personally do that, to watch it and enjoy it and laugh and, and join in from, from the comfort of your home, that's your musicality. Everything about that is musical. So it needs to be defined in a much broader way and uh, so that people will then use it yet, so to make their mental health a nicer place to be in. And the other thing as well, I would say on that, because as you were saying, you're going to be doing your online uh, lessons and tuition or whatever yeah. this week is, our whole body is an instrument. Exactly. And I think what, what sometimes when I found myself from working with children, they go, but I don't have any instruments. And I said, but you are one. Yes. And let's, you know, let's see what we can do with our bodies. And like in my mind, I'm always thinking of the children because it, to me, it gives them a great outlet as they're starting. Because, you know, not every child is a soccer or a Gaelic or, you know, that way inclined into sports yeah. and athletics or whatever they need something and to discover that they can actually do something with their own body and you know the clapping and that's where it starts as babies I mean you know yourself that's where yeah. it starts yeah I mean there's a whole there's a whole kind of thing on body percussion and, and, and you know using the various sounds and and that can be an awful lot of fun and as qu quite rightly you've said you know uh, anyone can do it you know and, and they're joining in on a different level and um you can access there's so many programs on the internet now where you can access a backbeat so you can have a backbeat going and then you know get your kids to like you know click along with it clap their legs clap their hands yeah I mean all of that is released the musicality inside yourself and it's not just for children it's all the way up you know we have to learn to to use what what, what i called my tedx talk our superpowers you know yeah. it is our superpower but it's a superpower that we don't use you know it, 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 it like it, we're given this stuff to get through life we haven't been dumped down on this earth with with no powers in order to deal with the inevitable stresses and hurts and you know, uh, pace of life and all the things that life brings up for us, or even the happy things. We've been given tools, and one of the biggest ones is our music. You know, so and it's ha and in fact, yeah, because once you start that, actually, those happy endorphins then really do start to kick in. Yeah. You know, and and I find, and you can see that light in someone's eyes. They go, oh yeah, I did it. 
Exactly. Exactly. And that's why I do think that recently the whole thing of people just getting on camera and <laughs> singing along or people who were, you know, these closet at home guitar players who would never, you know, you'd never even know they're musical. They're getting on the camera now and they're singing songs. I'm like, yay, that's cool. Because that gives all these other people, I suppose, permission to, yeah. to get on and sing and not it doesn't have to be perfect. It's about enjoying it. And, 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 and that's something Thing. the endorphins I'm really glad you mentioned that because people don't actually realize the science behind music and oftentimes I get told when I'm sure the same with yourself when you're trying to bring a music program into schools and they're trying to justify spending the money on bringing a music instructor in and they're like you know but there's no proof that music is like brings any benefit there's loads of proof that music brings benefit there's scientific experiments have been done and um, by putting music on and the and the endorphin release in the person's body after they've listened to music or put different pieces of music beside a glass of water and the changes in the molecules and we're made of water so it stands to reason that's what's happening in our body so you know that science needs to be more highlighted and um, more music needs to be used in 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 the therapeutic sort of a way for people so how what would you say then for somebody now at home? You see, I grew up in a house as I suppose. Well, I would say you did as well, but of a generation where nearly every house had a musical instrument in the main it was a piano kind of in the 70s and 80s. You know, there would have been a piano in most houses. Now, whether it was used or not was a completely different thing. But you don't see that as much anymore. So for those uh, parents out there now that are thinking, well, I'd love them to do a bit of music but I can't afford the lessons and I can't do this and I can't do that. So how would you say now at home, what would you do with somebody like that to say, well, how do I start? What do I do? Yeah, well, that, that's a really good point as well. And what I what I will start with is that um, musicality is, is based on um, honing in your auditory skills. So uh, the listening, the listening is the most important thing. And actually, there's plenty of children who go and do lessons and they never have honed in their auditory skills their skills of listening. And that's whether you're uh, you have any kind of impairment as well, because I spoke to um, um, a lovely uh, one of our TEDx speakers was was deaf, um, Joanne Chester. She's amazing. And I was like, the whole deaf community were coming. I was like, really, I need you know to know that this will be relevant for them as well in terms of the listening and stuff like that. The vibration is their listening. So this is for everybody, by the way. If your child has special needs, I'm not excluding you. This is for you as well. So the listening, the feeling of the vibrations, the picking out of the tones, the textures, just even challenging your child when the radio is on. Is that fast or is that slow? Is that happy? Is that sad? You know, those kind of things, they're really, really important. And that's a great starting place. Then you use the body percussion, like you say, to accompany it. So, you know, encouraging to feel the beat, that's so important. So if you can develop those sorts of skills in your children, my God, you're doing a fabulous job. That's where I start when I'm working with children. We start with listening because we're generally lazy listeners, adults, children. We don't listen. And this affects your ability to really hear the texture and timbre of music all around you. You miss so much that the composer had in their mind that they wanted you to feel out of not listening. And this is where I always like to challenge people. I say to them, OK, what's your favourite song or favourite piece of music? Or name one of them anyway. And then they tell me and I go, OK, in the name 
all the instruments and that piece of music that you've listened to a million times and that you love so much. And you can see them going, um, <laughs> there's <Yeah>. guitar, <laughs> there's a, you know, and they're struggling. Yet they've listened to that piece of music 20 times, 20 million times, but they didn't really listen. You know, so that's a great place to start with your children. Yeah, and I think because even in conversation, um, most people will listen to answer. They're yeah. they're they're waiting to answer as opposed to listening to hear mm -hmm. what the other person is saying. So the same thing would be with the piece of music. They're listening to the whole of it as yeah. opposed to oh well, what's in there and 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 you know what instruments do I hear? So yeah. they're not dissect, they're just listening to it to sing along with it. Exactly, exactly. And there's so much more, do you know, it's the level. Yeah. So yeah, don't, don't be put off by, oh, I, I don't have money for a musical instrument because the thing about it is, is that if you can start at that point of developing the auditory skills, you could then like maybe add something in musical in terms of an instrument by going every year, Little and Aldi, have like musical instrument sets and they're really inexpensive. I think they're 10, 15 euros at the most and there's about five instruments in it. And like every year you could build that um, and then you're developing then their ability to hit along, whether that's with the Potter Pan or the Maraca from Aldi. And that gives your child the opportunity that when they're presented in the future, which they probably will be in a school environment or themselves when they get a bit older with an instrument, the foundation is there. Yeah. I mean, musicality has been already developed. And when they do pick up what you call a, a formal instrument, you, they'll find that they're able to do it much, much quicker than the child who had lessons and was never encouraged to listen properly. And the other thing is that I found myself is that as they develop through and like when they got into school or whatever, if they had that bit of fun, I mean, I know my eldest. OK, so I'm a musician. My kids are musicians and, and that. But 26 years ago, my goodness, when I had my when I had my first, we had I tell you what we had. It was a really old toy Casio keyboard. Oh, yeah, I remember those. Yeah, do you remember them? And it wasn't it wasn't a big one, I was only a small one. And I used to do I'd plug it in and I would hear like obviously the he all he did was he just kept pressing the buttons just to hear. And this is when he's a toddler crawling, just to hear the sounds. Yeah. And yeah. that was it. Like nothing else, I mean I, you know, it was just left to him. And then they developed their own thing. But what you said about um, the listening is is brilliant because I'm picturing like a child standing with their feet because you feel it first through your feet. So your body is going to respond. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it's the feeling, it's the feeling it. And that's where, you know, people with any kind of, you know, special needs or difficulties or whatever, you know, auditory difficulties, it's for it's 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 your body feels it. You know, it's not necessarily just your ears, it's everything. And then the encouragement to, to move to whatever it is you feel. And then after that, then develop the sense of rhythm and beat. And then your child will naturally levitate towards what what is they like and then and, and this is another point actually that i'd like to make in terms of musicality and stuff like that you know um forcing your child to learn an instrument that they don't like isn't the way forward <laughs> you know they're going to learn that piano they might hate the piano have a jar on their heads you know so let your child like if they don't if they don't 
match with an instrument. Don't make them do it. I could have a whole other conversation with you on that now. Absolutely. Yes. And I have seen it so many times, you know, like if, you know, you can't, you cannot force them if it, if it's not to be. It's not that they won't like music. It's yeah. just they won't like it on that particular exactly. instrument. Exactly. You know, I've had so many children because I, I started off my whole career in secondary. And so they'd be doing their junior cert practical exams and the, this piano and they hated it. Like, And they were very good, but they hated it. And I'd say to the parents, will you say to the teacher just for a year, do no grades. Let them play a song that they love from the charts, their own music, and let them, you know, re-engage with the instrument in a different sort of a way. And actually what happened was in a lot of cases, the teachers didn't want to go off piste and teach things other than the grades, you know, because they weren't comfortable with that. And it's a pity, once again, putting musicality into this box of classical yeah. music or grades or the Royal Academy of Music. They're wonderful. I'm not taking away from them, but there's so much more. There is so much more. Let your child go in like your child on the Casio keyboard. Let them go in and bang the piano on that button. And that was it. I tell you, they were well and the bottle would be dripping on it and everything. I mean, there was the <laughs> the best 20 quid or whatever it was at the time on this little Casio keyboard, you know. <laughs> but the, the other thing as well, um, I, actually, I was just going to ask Esther, how are we doing out there? Because I haven't clicked on. This is all new to me today. Oh, there we go. Who doesn't love? Oh, Helena says, who doesn't love a good bop when your favorite song comes on? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And you see, this is the thing. Oh, Sasha, thank you. Both looking good on StreamYard. The picture is really clear. So thank you. Um, I used to be a leader in a play school and kids loved a good musical morning. Yeah, we'd get our music box out and their eyes lit up. And that's it, because I think what it is, it just, it releases an, um, I don't know what it is, but it triggers something in children. It's kind of like, um, I'm out of the strict structure of whatever it is I'm doing. And music, no more than other arts, art forms as well, just releases this um, expression. Yes. Yeah. And then when they're together and they're doing that and um, there is a community feel as well. So that's another aspect that, you know, you can't underestimate is when children get, a, you know, whatever it is, a box of musical instruments and they're bashing along to a song or whatever, they're doing it together. You know, and then they get better. The more you do it with them, the more the more their rhythm develops. And then there's a sense of, you know, togetherness, community. And I see it in adult groups as well when they come back from lunchtime and they're bombarded with drums and they didn't realize that they were going to do music. And they're like, oh, no, we're not musical. And then they get into it, yeah. and they, you know, and they're like surprised at themselves. But it's about team building. It builds a sense of teamwork of, you know, so many important things. Um, and then uh, teachers would tell you that, you know, children who might not have a good concentration span, that this really helps them in the lesson following their music lesson to concentrate because they've already released, you know, stuff from inside them. And now their brain is ready to work in a different way. Ready to focus, yeah, and I, that is another angle. It was, a, it is a great um, uh, break in between all that structure. Mm -hmm. 
you yeah. know, all this, all that, the, the Irish, the English, the maths and whatever else it is they're doing, it is that great, I call it the switch off, you know, for, for they can do that. But the other thing is, is, especially, and I know I'm focusing at the moment on smallies and that, is for dexterity and what it does physically for them as well as mentally. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it develops, it, it, it's all these things of coordination, um, you know, like I said, keeping in time, um, you know, um, being even able to hold an instrument. Actually, people underestimate that. Um, you know, often I give a child an instrument and then I look around and I realise that, oh, sugar, you know, they, they're having difficulty even holding the triangle. And so the more that they're exposed to to, to, to doing an action and a sound, it's, it's really good. It passes on to they're able to bounce a ball like oh, that's actually one of the things I do in my lessons is I bring in bouncy balls so here's the thing for parents at home now that's not an instrument get a basketball and get them to bounce the basketball in time to the music that's great for everything around and you're not requiring a musical instrument but you are being musical you know so there's another um, good idea and then there's another group called um, Stomp actually uh, they're I see, yeah brilliant fabulous and they don't use any regular musical instruments they purposely look around a room or a, a, a scrapyard and they pick up things that have cool sounds and they make rhythm so i do that with the kids in the class they get out the bin and they're banging the bin and they're like cool catch them we're allowed to do this this is great normally i'd be in trouble for this <laughs> and it's great fun so that's worth looking at for parents at home look up stomp out loud and have a look at the difference your kid will be enthralled with them Really? Yeah, and and maybe let let them do it outside, Mammy. Yeah. Okay. And maybe you don't want them doing it inside, but it is it is it is absolutely um brilliant. But then, if we move on to the adults now, because there'll be adults there watching, probably going, "Oh, I wish I'd learned, or I wish I'd done this, mm -hmm. and I wish I'd done that." Um, what do you say? There's so much to say, really, you know, um, I'd say, first of all, it's, if you really, really want to learn an instrument, it's never too late. Yes, I completely agree. Just as an adult, you have to be a bit kinder to yourself, though, because we expect that sound is going to be amazing on the first lesson. It's not. And so, you know, whereas children go through the lessons and they expect it not to sound really good until they get to a point of where it does. Adults can be very like after three lessons. I'm not good at this. So if you're going to take it up, take time, take patience and, and realize it's a process. So that would be my first thing. Uh, if you want to take up an instrument. The second thing is, you know, I wish I'd done that. Just do explore the other elements of musicality, which is, you know, what, like, what songs do you like? Have you got playlists on Spotify that you can turn to when you need, especially when we're talking about well-being and stuff like that? You know, have you got a playlist for when you're sad? Have you got a playlist for when you want to dance around the kitchen? Have you got a playlist for, you know, when you're angry and you want to release? Um, I'd like people to consciously go and pick the music that, that resonates with them, create their own playlist and use it when you need it. And, and that's being musical, you know, and we don't use it enough. And we, and we get sad and we're like, oh, what will I play? It's too late then, you know, consciously pick out the stuff that resonates with you and have it ready to go so that you can use it in your life. That's the other thing I would say. So, um, yeah, I think as well, one other thing I was thinking of there was that like there'll be quite a lot of, well, I know 
they haven't started back yet or whatever and we're still only coming down and easing the restrictions but that there'll be a lot of possibly uh, community groups that will have these workshops going in them or even a local choir just to be part of something because that does so much for you you know and you actually don't have to be a soloist or the world's best singer but to be part of something like that because I find the voice as you said earlier on we have our voice you know the just using it can actually stir so much yeah no but it's it's your expression you know your special sound it's like how you how you speak i mean nobody really speaks the same everybody has their own sound so it's the same with your voice and so many people um adults especially who've been scarred by someone telling them at some point in time that they're a non-singer you know you played the tambourine at the back there or mind the words that's the worst thing it's terrible really you know um uh, like I, w- I would tell you to break out of that that our whole thing of what is in tune that's a archaic sort of measurement that came from a long long time ago you know your tune is your tune actually another thing in relation to that will be chanting that's a really good thing to get into because there's no you don't even have to be in tune you could go along to a group who are going to chant and you just come out with your sound you know and and get right deep down into your stomach and create your sound and 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 you know that's a really good release as well of your musicality but yeah the local choir go along don't be afraid sing out as loud as you can and and i really do hope community groups will bring music in to bring an element of healing because people are going to need it now you oh know? absolutely yeah. more than ever and actually i was just thinking as you were saying there the chanting because that even relates back to what you were saying earlier on as regards the vibrations yes and mm-hmm. how the vibrations work you know with our bodies and um, because that uh, physical vibration from the sound that you create through yeah. a chant, um, they can be very powerful. Like they, they um, can trigger quite a lot. Yeah, very much so. Because you know, as you as you do it more and more, you you get you breathe in deeper. And of course, we all know the breath is so important. Mm-hmm. Doing it in a musical way, while some people aren't good at meditation, like that's kind of just not for them. You know, <laughs> oh me too. I'm just a bit too hyper. So. <laughs> So chanting for me is a much easier way to delve into the spiritual, like, you know, even if you're not spiritual in the traditional sense, the way we all like our music, we all have spiritualism in our body, whether we use it or not. But that's a way in two superpowers that we have is to chant in and you go deeper into your stomach. Your stomach is your place of emotion. And so it's without consciously thinking, I'm now going to release the stress inside myself. It just does it for you. It does. That's it. Exactly. It does. It just triggers it for you. I mean, I know when it's funny that for me, having been a performer, um, there were certain songs and because of the pitch and the resonance in them and whatever, I'd actually have to stop myself from crying now. I'd, and I could be singing in public. I could have been doing a wedding or whatever it was. But I'd find myself having to stop tears so, so that I could actually get through the piece. And some more power, are, you know, but that was for me as a performer. But even listening, there are some pieces of music I listen to and I just go, I can't listen to that now. I know I'm just going to burst into tears. 
<laughs> yes, but then there that see that's great to identify that song because there might be another time where you need to burst into tears. And so this is about back to the Spotify or the iTunes. Yeah ready to go so go, okay I need to cry now but I, I don't know how to release it put on the song <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. If for me now it's generally a, a piece of classical music yeah, I, I have to say yeah, yeah yeah you know but how are we doing Esther how are things my voice of all is in the background here <laughs> music it is that's it exactly Esther music it is a universal language and if there's one thing that can bring people from all walks of life, all creeds, all colors, doesn't matter what your background is. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It is actually going to be music. Um, Helena, I love going to hear my niece, who is an opera singer. That's right. Um, no real clue of the words, but I can truly feel the emotion of it. And that's, it. That, that's exactly what I was saying. There are some pieces of music you don't have to, it could be sung in Russian. Yeah. You don't, you know, like my, oh, oh, one that makes me cry, Song to the Moon. Right, okay. oh, that's actually beautiful. And beautiful. just when you hear it, do I understand it? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. No, not, do you know what I mean? I will get the translation, but because the language or whatever, but when a piece moves you, uh, there's something about it and as Helena says you don't have to understand that there it it hits that spot yeah and like and there's so many pieces of music but everybody has their own pieces yeah. of music that hit them differently because we're all different we're all unique and I know that's a real cliche but it's so true you know and uh, but yet at uh, the common musicality but I love that music being the universal language you know is that we can listen in harmony, you know, and it might bring up a happiness in you and sadness in me and something else and somebody different. But it brings that togetherness, you know, it brings a togetherness between people. And more than ever, we need to be united together now, you know. So, uh, yeah, get get those song lists going and, you know. Get the song lists going, get to your local community group, choir, yeah, get the kids yeah. bashing their pots and um, you I'm will sorry. have... <laughs> yeah, you will have a completely, a completely different um, atmosphere in the house. Yeah. So uh, we have what did Esther, because I'm still a bit lost on this today. Uh, sorry, Catherine. Uh, we put up the links again to get in touch with Catherine across the screen. I think we did there. So hopefully everybody was able to um to grab that link, the magic of music Ireland, and I know you're on um, Instagram and yeah. Twitter and Facebook as well. Yeah. Uh, so there's yeah. lots of lessons, and like if you keep in contact with my link tree, if there's a workshop on or a course, I've got a teacher's course running, but the course is for everybody. You know, um, yeah. Go to, go to the link tree and check it out because I'm always updating it with new things, especially the library workshops being online. You don't even have to attend yeah. this year. So that's great, you know. Um, so, yeah, I'd love to see all of you online and, you know, everybody like, getting getting in touch with their with their musicality. You know. Brilliant. Can, look, thank you. So, as you obviously, as people could have guessed, yes, I could talk music all day. Um, thank you to everybody who tuned in. Cheerio for now. Bye. Bye.